Hello and welcome to another Arids Broad podcast. Nice, got myself Neil and I'm joined by Tomo. Tomo, how are you doing, brother? Uh, very good, how are you? I'm grand, thanks. And Tomo's got Tilly with him because uh, his Mrs. Sam is away and mm. the dog will not leave him alone. No. She's been she's been here on many a podcast, um, but she's usually quite good at staying quiet. But today with Sam gone and the lack of mommy cuddles that she um, she hasn't had, and my cuddles don't cut it because I'm the play one. <laughs> I'm I'm the the attack attack human for her. Run around, barge into, bite, like playfully. But Sam's the oh, I'll go and nicely cuddle and fall asleep on mommy. No, that's not me. And Tilly doesn't understand what is going on at the moment, so she's a bit lost. So she might make many a noise in this podcast. She's got her tennis ball with her, which she's not usually allowed um, because she destroys them. But um, she's got one today, so let's see how that goes. See, I'm in complete opposite um, situation here today because mm. I usually have um, Bo beside me here, and, and he just mm. kind of he lays down on the duvet next to me, and he gets scratched on his neck the whole way through the podcast. But he's not here at the moment. He has gone to sleep in the front room for some reason. Uh, so I am without without a dog at the moment. Although yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if I got joined at some stage. Um, yes, dog cast. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Right then, so Chiefs lose 21-17, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, 21-17 wings bell. Yeah. To the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, shall, I, shall I tell you the saddest thing about this, Neil? Is yes. that um, if MVS catches that pass, your score prediction would have been correct. <laughs> providing no. providing that um, the Chiefs defence would have held, which, I mean... I evidence, think they would have done. Evidence, evidence suggested they would have, yeah. Yeah, um, I did. I did have that in mind late on in the game. Um, yeah, I was, on, I, I was on score prediction watch there for a while. Yeah, I was as well. Um, and MVS man, you got to catch them. You just we, we'll come to the receivers, like. So I want to talk about the first half first. Yeah, because that was as enjoyable the first half as i have watched certainly this season yes and possibly even last season as well yeah like there was balance on offense we ran the ball well we were efficient passing and the defense was ridiculously good yeah um and then it went to itself yeah well do you know what I was thinking, right, is you know how you look back on some wins and you go, oh, that's a really good win. Like, they're actually a better team than we thought they were going to be later in the season. And then I, I, it got me thinking about when the Chiefs have looked competent this year and when they've looked half decent. And, and the one I keep coming back to is the Chargers, right? Well, the Chargers, at the time, it felt like a really, really good win. And it looked mm. like the, the offense had sorted themselves out and they looked really, really good. And you look at it now and you go, well, that Chargers defense is absolutely garbage. Yeah. And it's not as good of a performance as it now looks. So that when when the Chiefs actually today, uh, yes, today, on whatever day we were at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> when they actually yeah, looked good, me. you were thinking, well, this isn't this isn't like a like a comp this is actually a good team that they're playing against and they yeah. look good against a good team. Um, and I, I genuinely, 
we'll we'll get onto the mishaps and stuff. And I, I think some of the some I think some of the re, the reaction, whilst not an overreaction, is a bit much to this game. I think some of it's a little unfair. Um, I, think, I just think that a lot of the black, like I think blame is getting pretty weird places. If I'm honest, I think there's only one place it can go, and we'll get to that. But the game plan was. I fantastic. hope we've got the same answer for that. <laughs> but the game plan was fantastic. For, like we'll go. Like you wanted to talk about the first half. You're under the same opinion as me, right? That it was. <clears throat> it looked very, very good. It looked different, didn't it? It was the Chiefs. It was like watching the yeah. Chiefs. Um, my one, my one thing with the game plan is. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a Super Bowl matchup. And I wouldn't be surprised if like Andy wasn't giving the A game stuff, but he was giving like the B plus game stuff. Yeah. And he was set, he was setting up stuff for later in the season. I'm I'm just getting joined by the dog now. Here we are. <laughs> I knew it wouldn't take you long. Come on, come up here. He's part of up the furniture come. here, isn't he? He is part of the furniture. Go on, get your ass up there. Up, up. Come on. Uh, this is real good podcast stuff here. Yes. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't like Andy's A game, but it was at least his B plus stuff. And you know what? I'm not bothered about about if Andy's calling the best stuff, if he's saving stuff. I'm really not that bothered about that. That's great. And I think we're all aware he does that. For me, it's does it look competent? Because at times this year, it hasn't looked competent, but the game plan, it looked good. And with execution, you know, the phrase, players make plays. And to be honest, the plays were there to be made. They just weren't. Yeah. Like, we ran the ball really well in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I thought we needed to do. We needed to get to our run game. Because the Eagles have a really good run defence. Like, they're one of the top run defences in the league. And... Mm. We were bullying them. Like, we were just imposing our will. Yeah. Um, Pacheco had 12 carries for 66 yards at five and a half a pop at a half time. Uh, Kadarius Tony had two for 14. Even Clyde had a 12-yard run. Like, it it was working. Yeah. The one thing I wonder, right, is with the receiving game, do you think the game plan was to target Justin Watson like 11 or 12 times or whatever it ended up being like I just I 11, just 11 that, times I think that's just Mahomes' go-to I think I think every team now that faces the Chiefs are stupid if they don't just go just just double cover Travis Kelsey every single day because if you do that somebody else has got to beat you and this Chiefs team can't like the, the wide receiver can't beat you any other way like the reason they they were running the ball so well was because you've got no one really bothered if the Chiefs run the ball because if you're running the ball, well, that's fine. We'll probably stop that at some point. And then when you actually do have to pass the ball, then who are you going to pass to? Like, we've double-covered Travis Kelsey. Pat's going to have happy feet in the pocket. He's going to run around in little circles. He's going to get out and then he's going to fire a pass. Hopefully somebody can find some space. There's never any sort of design usually. Like, apart from Sunday, when it actually looked like we were scheming things up. And that was what I said before the game was, 
I just hope that we can see an improvement in the offensive scheme because a lot of the time it did just look like Pat just run around and hope somebody finds some space. Whereas on, on Monday night, they were scheming people open. They just weren't catching the ball. It was, it was really, really clever, I thought, actually. Like, they successfully ran the ball. And then, oh, look, all of a sudden, there's chances to take shots downfield, which, of course, there is because they've come up, they've had to finally commit to stopping the run. But the Eagles, like I just alluded to, have gone, well, OK, we'll, we'll stop the run now and just see if the wide receivers can beat us. They can't. But that one thing we haven't been able to do this season is when teams have gone right, yeah, you can run the ball and we're we're mm. concentrating on stopping your passing. We haven't been able to run the ball. Yeah. Whereas in the offense on Monday night, it was like, well, if we're gonna if you're gonna let us run the ball, we'll take five yards to carry, thank you very much, and we'll Which keep you in that until you thing to do because the wide receivers can't. It is at the moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, they should do this. They should run the ball, and I, I think we should all be aware that the Chiefs left three touchdowns on the mm-hmm. field. Like, I mean, and that's before yeah. you start with fumbles and all that nonsense. Like, they ran the ball so effectively that they finally, finally got the chance to take shots downfield. And when they did, either dude runs the wrong route or dude don't catch the ball. Like. I don't know. Honestly, this year, Patrick Mahomes needs to be a bit of an asshole in the offseason and just say, you can't do this shit to me again. Like, this isn't okay anymore. Like, I have to really draw myself back with some things because I'm not sure what options were available to fix this problem this offseason. Because if you're saying to me the solution was to go and get Odell Beckham or DeAndre Hopkins, well, neither of them have really done a fat lot anyway. Would they have helped? Maybe, maybe or not. But the thing is, you're paying so much money. So I have to try and be so careful because I'm not sure I believe what I'm saying almost. I don't think there was an option to fix the wide receiver room. Like they actually did relative, apart from bring Juju back. But he, I mean, that seems like the right decision looking at it now as well he's not exactly set the world on fire with the patriots mind in that no. offense with that quarterback sister are set up um, but there's injuries isn't there i don't know if you can yeah. judge him on that offense but so i don't know what the options were but they have to aggressively try and correct this in, in this off season and i don't even think i think a lot of wide receiver twos in this league would would be a godsend for the chiefs the chiefs offense just someone who can reliably run around and be in the right place at the right time because well, we've moment, got a load of this, wide receiver threes haven't we essentially uh, some of them i'm not even uh, yeah yeah okay yeah i'm not going to argue so the wide receiver <laughs> fours, but they are yeah wide receiver yeah you're splitting hairs at that stage yeah. like yeah they're not ones and twos put it that way it's not what they've been that's not what they've been brought here to do let's put it that way no so where is the improvement coming in the rest of the season then? I suppose to go slightly bigger picture before we come back to the game and the rest of the game, like they can't bring anyone in. There is no one to bring in. Do you know what, right? I'm as fuming as I possibly could be after Monday night. And if we'd have done the podcast 10 minutes after, I'd probably be shouting, screaming, cussing people out. And I can still do that if you want, because there was some bullshit in that game. <laughs> it's it's but, fun if you do. But 
when you say where's the improvement come in, that game plan was so freaking good, right? And the improvement comes from just not making the small, like the smallest little mistake. Like Andy has these phrases in in his press conference. He goes, "Oh, we're just a tick off." And yes, Andy, you've you've said this a million fucking times. They genuinely were just a tick off. Like Justin Watson carries on straight instead of breaking it to a post touchdown. I know MVS has got a thing for drops, right? I reckon if he runs that ten times, I reckon he catches it eight out of ten times. And pe- people look at no shit, blah, 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 blah. and and yes, I agree. He's been hot garbage, but I, I still think a wide receiver that's played in the NFL for six years is capable of catching that. Like, it's just unfortunate. I, I would say fifty-fifty. I'd say five out of ten. You reckon? Yeah, I don't I, know. I, maybe maybe there is just a problem there with him, but th- that's that's the thing though. Like that, <clears throat> the improvement comes from just doing the smallest little things right, you know. But then who who does that fall on then? Is that on the players to make sure they're doing it? Is that on the coaches mm. to emphasise? Because I know the wide receiver coach has got a lot of shit this week. Mm. Like, he's not dropping the ball. He's not MVS 40 yards downfield dropping it. Um, like, there's, just, only so, there's only so much he can do. Yeah, I mean, the wide receivers coach is such a weird run, right? Because if you look at like special teams coach, you can directly see how a special teams coach is impacting the special team, right? So yeah. the Chiefs, you'll you'll get a lot of stick from Chiefs fans that we catch the ball inside the 10-yard line, right? The, the general rule of thumb as a, as a return man is if you stand on the 10-yard line, if the ball goes over your head, you just fucking you walk off the field, right? That's not the way the Chiefs do things. They like to return as many punts as they can, and because it well. has it has its pros and cons. We had a lot of fumbles last year, but then also in the in the Super Bowl, we had an amazing fucking sixty yard Super Bowl long. You can see how it affects the game. Offensive line coach, you can see how the offensive line coach is developing the O line, but with a wide receiver coach, right? Because it's all scheme based. How much impact do you genuinely think a wide receiver coach can have? How, Not how a huge amount. Do you yeah. really think that the wide receiver coach is the difference between that much? In like, I just don't see it. So slag him off all you want. Like, yeah, the wide receivers are shit. Ultimately, that is partly his that he's paid to do something. So yeah, dig him out a little bit. But at the end of the day, like you said, Neil, he ain't the one catching the ball. Like, dude's got to catch the ball. <clears throat> fundamentally the players aren't good enough like that's no that, that's 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 the problem, that's yeah. the long and the short of it like i mean yeah. if you if you want to blame the wide receivers coach fine if you want to blame matt nagy like i saw loads of people piling on matt nagy for the play calls andy reed's mm. calling the plays not matt nagy and so, i refuse to believe that this is a i refuse to believe there's one thing you can slag andy off and that that's for that's for the surrender punt which is just horrible that was horrific andy does this shit like just get over it. He's he's an offensive genius. But that, to take us but to th- if he wants to put the ball, let him put the ball. End the right decision. Let the him put the, the ball. thing with the punt is it shows to me he doesn't trust the offense. Because yeah. any other year, you would trust Pat to get three yards. Yeah. Well, he ain't blind now. He's seen it. No, like, well, yeah, I know, I know. I just, but, I don't agree with it either, but like, uh, it's... Uh, 
he's earned the right to punt the ball if he wants to punt the ball, in my opinion. But yeah. like going back to the wide receivers coach, if that wide receiver has, I don't know, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and Justin Jefferson, is he all to, is, is he all of a sudden a great wide receivers coach? Like, you can't judge this stuff. Like people are just trying to find people to blame. At the yeah. end of the day, it's uh, this this team is targeting Justin Watson an absurd amount of times. And I've kind of hinted it a few times. I actually don't think Justin Watson's very good. Like, the only reason that he does well for the Chiefs is that he's competent, semi-competent. Like, that doesn't say much for the rest of them, does it? It really doesn't. Like, the, the, the thing that's infuriating about MVS in particular, which I think a lot of this falls onto, because they did ditch Sky Moore, who was the other one who was getting grieved. They ditched Sky Moore. They got Kadarius Tony involved more. They got Rashi Rice involved. Like it was better. The problem with MVS is he'll show a flash, and you're like, he could be so good, and then there's just nothing for so, so MVS, long. Like, MVS's snap count has gone down though. Like he only played 47% of the snaps. Justin Watson played 63%. Mm. Um, Rashi Rice played 57%. Sky Moore played 51. So. Valdez Scantling was wide receiver four, essentially. Yeah, but I mean, it's not only that he's wide receiver four. You know he's running one of about two routes every time he's on the field. So it's... He's getting paid... And to be honest, I hate to say this, but I don't even really believe it myself. Like, he's getting paid a lot of money to do not a lot. And in the, at this point in the season, it doesn't really matter who's getting paid what. Like, no. but... You just, for someone that, I'm going to contradict myself, but for someone they have paid money to be competent, he's not being that. Like, he's almost unplayable at this point because if he's got such a small route tree and then when he does get targeted on those routes, he doesn't catch it. Like, Neil, we're not even talking about the worst one out of the two. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, he drops a catch. The other one's arguably worse because he's wide open. There's no one near him and he... He just falls over himself. He looks so incompetent. He looks so incompetent. It's it's incredible. Like I, I don't know how you put this game on anybody else other than other than the wide receivers. I mean, I mean, essentially, Kelsey had an untimely fumble, but you really start digging Kelsey out the amount of games he's won us. Yeah, fair enough. He fumbled the ball. Shit happens. It happens, but. The, the catches and stuff like the wide receivers are just it's just appalling it really is and at the I, end I, of the day the the point deciding factor kelsey's fumble was inside the 10 yeah mahomes it's not, wrong. That isn't ideal mahomes throws the interception mm. in the end zone like if he throws it a yard in front of watson instead of a yard behind him that's a touchdown mm. And then the MVS drop on the two-yard line. Like, there's something like 21 points there, and you win the game um, either 38-40 or 38-21. Suddenly it looks like a different game. Like, yeah. we we were the better team for the vast majority of the game. I'm just looking at the... I just need to go back to this now. I was looking at the length of plays... So the Eagles had a 41 and a 35-yard, a 35-yard run by Swift and a 41-yard pass to Smith. And apart from that, they didn't really do 
a great no. deal on offense. Like their their tenth longest play was for nine yards, and the there's like a nine is, to ten to eleven. The defense is just absolutely incredible. I, I mean, in, in the first half, it, the, I loved this stat. I can't remember. I saw it on Twitter, but I love this stat. The Eagles ran twenty-one plays in the first half, and eleven of them went for negative yardage. It's that incredible. is. Wow. ridiculous absolutely ridiculous it's incredible but and we still lost but you can literally see that if the eagles are a bad comparison because their wide receivers are genuinely like above average wide receiver like i mean aj brian's nuts right and mm. Devonte smith's kind of very good he's in like the very good category so but that one that one drive where Devonte smith took over He's just wide open twice. Yeah. Like, he's got himself wide open twice. I like, that, that doesn't happen. The the thing that I have a problem with, I, I know, I, I don't know if you, we're trying to talk about the defense. Like, I don't know if there's much point talking about defense. Defense is nuts, right? We know that. Like, give them their flowers. They're incredible, but it's, it's pointless talking about them because the problem, and it's not even the problem of regular season. I'm, I'm all right with losing to the Eagles. I said it to you last week. I don't really care that we lost to the Eagles. Like, mm. It's not, they're a good it, team. They're, they're, they're a very good they're team. A good, they're a good team. And we actually played them closely. And we're coming away going, that was shit. Like we've played the mm. best team in the league closely. And we're fuming about our own performance. We should have won. Yeah, we yeah won. that's like, that's that's a really, really good sign. Um, but everything we say on this podcast, or at least everything that kind of, I like to think that we preface is that it's not about winning or losing a, a, a game in the regular season. It's about what's going to fuck us over in the Super Bowl or what's mm-hmm. going to fuck us over in the AFC Championship game. And what's going to fuck you over is a wide receiver not catching the ball or go, running the wrong route or something. So the defense isn't really a problem. And they're almost like, it's so harsh because just there's no point talking about them. Because they're so, they're so, so good. But they're going to get wasted if they don't sort out the offensive side of the ball. Um, I, I loved every single adjustment that they made, Neil. Like, mm. they got Kadarius Tony involved more, and it looked yep. good, right? They ran the ball more, and it looked good. Running the ball pulled all the Eagles, the Eagles defense down, and that enabled you to take shots, and the shots looked good. But but we just didn't catch just, them. You just didn't catch them. But, like, I'd like to think that if you played that game again, and it was the same script, you gave those players the same chance again, that, that it'd be different, but you just... I guess you can't you point, can't say that with any you can't rely though, can you, you? Can't, yeah. you can't rely on them because the the evidence is that that's the evidence is to the contrary unfortunately I don't like if you were the evidence is that Monday night was the norm and not an exception yeah and that's so sad because I feel like they wasted such such a good game script like I really really was impressed by what the Chiefs were trying to do it's just. The dog's trying to use my computer here. Doug, get your foot off. Tappy, um, tappy, tappy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's right next to me now and he keeps stretching his legs out and they keep hitting the <laughs> keyboard. I'm like, Doug, stop trying to type. Um, yeah, like, I, I agree with all that you said there. Like, I'm not bothered that we lost to the Eagles. Um, it's It's kind of the same as losing to the Bills and Bengals in previous seasons to me. Like, you're playing against a good team and... Mm. Despite what they were saying, I'm sure they were looking for revenge for the Super Bowl. And yeah. we do take everyone's best shot. Let's just 
how it is because hey you're playing Super Bowl champions you want to beat the Super Bowl champions especially when they beat you in the Super Bowl mm. so to lose a close game isn't the end of the world um yeah. I still think we'll probably end up the number one seed yeah just because our schedule the rest of the way out doesn't look overly challenging particularly from a quarterback point of view like yeah. if you look at the quarterbacks we're going to play against and then you look at how Spags has his defense playing, you're kind of going, well, there ain't many teams getting past 20 points out of those. This is one so, of the, this is one of the genuinely, be really careful, but like the easiest runs to the Super Bowl the Chiefs are going to get. Like, I know. This is That's really, worrying. Like the Bengals were probably my biggest concern going into last week and they've just lost Joe Burrow. The, the Bills will be a problem. I don't care what anyone says, but they are a bit of a shambles, and they have—they're just not. They're beatable. They have, a, they have a tendency to fall apart. The Ravens have just lost Mark Andrews, who's a massive part to their team. Like, I think this—I think we're looking at AFC Championship game between the, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Yeah, um, agreed. And then, which I, I will give kudos to Duncan. That was his preseason pick. Yeah. Um, Honestly, Paddy Powers uh, wouldn't take a bet on it though for some reason. Weirdos. Um, but they they are they are gonna have to sort this offense out because it's not even a scheme thing anymore. It's you know I, I've been here numerous weeks where I'm going I hate this I hate this I hate this I hate this this is rubbish. Like you you can dig things out. We should run the ball more. Da, da. That was as good as it got. It's like the first half I was like oh my god if it's gonna be like this we're we're sorted. And then, it didn't. It didn't feel vanilla like other weeks did. No, no. It felt. It, you could tell we were playing a good team because he pulled out like some decent. Some play. good stuff. Yeah. Like it, it looks good. Um, it was like um, salted caramel ice cream rather than vanilla. Like it. it yeah. Was, it was. It was good. It's not like elite level ice cream, yeah, but I mean, it was. Yeah. It's good ice cream. Yeah. It wasn't like strawberry Hagen kind of ice cream. It was kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, like little alone kind of salted caramel yeah, yeah, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. which is better put than like, little alone vanilla. Yeah, they put like they've put a bit in there, but they they're not like they're still yeah about yeah exactly yeah it's <laughs> there's flavour there, but there's not it's not like quality flavour. There's just flavour. Yeah, there's like a hint of some good stuff, but yeah, yeah, I just it's just so frustrating because you like. It's again. It's not even about losing the game because the notion that the Eagles have got revenge on the Chiefs for Super Bowl. Like, yeah, if you want, congratulations. I mean, have, the, have you week yeah, ten trophy? You want, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, go go get your rings made for week ten. Like, cool. I, don't, I literally couldn't give a shit. Like, that's one of the weirdest games I've been okay to lose going into the week. Because like, if we lose, we lose. But. I just wanted to see some competency in the first half was so good, but the second half, I just, but the worst thing is there's still hope there because they were just, because like of the first said, half. just a tick off as well. Yeah. The second half, like people say the second half was a disaster. It was, but not because of the play calling. Like it was still great. Like the results wasn't the, you know, the result wasn't the best in terms of the play results and, negative yards and, and fumbles and stuff. I mean, the Chiefs were rolling until Travis Kelsey puts a ball on the floor. Yeah. I just, I, I worry about the knock, the knock-on effects of things as well. Like, you know how Pat's just, like, we've had so many drops this year. You know, his interception, he could have just fired that 
uh, Justin Watson. I swear he would have usually, but I think he's just so worried about. I don't even think. I don't think as he's drawing back to pass, he's going. Oh, I'm really worried he's going to drop this, so I'm going to loft it. But I do just think if he's playing just on, I think he just fires that to him. But so I, I think the thing is, the I think I think he's so concerned about. Do I need to just drop this in here? You've got to be so delicate with this. This has got to be perfect. Just fire it. Like I think part of the thing there is like his connection with Kelsey is mm. like it, it's I can just fire this in there and I know Travis will it's do what he needs to do. Isn't it? It, it is, it, it's yeah. Not but he, he doesn't bang. he doesn't have that instinctual connection with the other guys. No. And like it's he he's having to think about what they're going to do as opposed to just say, right, this is what I'm going to do. And I trust that they're going to do what they need to at the other end. Yeah. And it, it, it only takes a lot like quarter, half a second, but it gives the defender time. So like on, on the inception, like he was able to get back across it because the throw just wasn't quite where it needed to be. Yeah. It's just, I get, like you say, he's a tick off. It's just, they're all little things, but the little things are adding up to bigger things. Yes. And you could get away with one or two little things if that's all it was, but it's not. It's more than just one or two little things. It, it's just constant. Like It must be so hard. The, pen- the penalties, the false start penalties, like they were doing my head and it was just like, yeah. how, how, like you know, you're at home, you know what the call is, you know what the count is, you know you're going to go on two. Why are you going soon? Like that's just mental errors. You've got to clear them up. Like it's yeah. just that's that's shooting us in the foot. It's, it's ridiculous. You just yeah, it's just frustrating. It's it's frustrating to watch, especially when you know that they can play like they did in the first half. Yeah, and they can just have their way with anybody that really if they wanted to, but they're just stopping themselves. It's not the Eagles stopping them, or it's not whoever stopping them. It's they are stopping themselves. I'm just trying to find a stat here because I'm sure it's something ridiculous. Like, um, the Chiefs haven't uh, the Chiefs. So this is this is the stat: is that the Chiefs are the lowest scoring second half team in the league. Yeah, which is bizarre because when I'm sat here for the first half of this podcast saying the second half game script wasn't bad and that it's it's just unfortunate. Because that's what I genuinely think it is. And then you see a stat like that and you go, well, it feels like there must be something more to it. Almost. Well, three weeks in a row, we haven't scored in second half. Like yeah, I mean, We beat the Dolphins because we scored 21 points in the first half. And one of them was a pick six as well, by the way. But... One of them was a pick, yeah, one was a, an exception yeah. or a fumble return. Which, um, honestly, that that's the wild thing about that that Dolphins game. That Dolphins game, if it goes on like another four minutes, we lose. <laughs> it's one of those. Well, I mean, we're going maybe, to overtime maybe at not. least. Yeah, yeah, maybe not, I guess, because, I mean, the Dolphins didn't really prove that they could score either. That's probably doing defense disservice. But I think it was something ridiculous as well. Like, on, on 20% of Patrick Mahomes' throws this season, they've been dropped. That's the stat um, I was trying to find. They've had 26 drops this season, I believe. And how many passes has he thrown? I mean, uh, um, I, uh, I have the stats. Like 110 each or something. 377 yeah, attempts. That's not correct, but... 
253 completions. Yeah. Just, I mean, even, even, even whatever the figure is, the, the Chiefs have got to be at the top of the league for drops as well, I think I saw. Um, and that's one thing where I know we spoke about the wide receiver coach earlier. That might be one thing where you go, okay, that's something he should be working on. But again, he can't catch the ball for them. So uh, mm. I, I don't know. There has but listen, lot- listening to Nate Taylor on Times Hours Only Weird Games, he was saying the first thing the receivers do is a drill where they are basically there trying to catch the ball while two coaches with big padded like gladiator pugil sticks are trying to knock the ball out like that that is literally the first thing they do every single session Mm -hmm. like there's not much more but that's but right so we were talking about hard knocks before the show and they were you were saying you haven't watched it right if you watch hard knocks you'll have seen that drill right Mm -hmm. a million times they do the same one where they basically they do this thing right they run on the spot right they run on the spot they do this they stand on the sideline they run on the spot and then someone throws the ball and they try and catch it and keep their feet in bounds right it's just it's like in football like you know the rubbish drills you do before a sunday league game just so it Mm -hmm. looks like you're doing training they're not doing anything (laughs) that isn't that isn't i'm sorry I, i know what nate's saying that isn't practicing catching the ball it's not well because there's That's, no it's not catching it, it has no relevance because the problem that mvs has is tracking the ball yeah. he's not tracking the ball he's standing there he's getting smacked he's just got to keep his arms straight and catch the ball it's a but tracking the ball is something he can practice like you can set the jugs machine to fire deep balls and and that's like what, that's what i'm intrigued to know if they're doing because you would like to think so wouldn't you we used to do it some fucking more then because he can't <laughs> catch the bloody thing. <laughs> but like it's he's six years yeah. into his career. He is yeah. what he is. Like I, so I don't see circumstances where MVS suddenly starts getting better. No. Like so No. It's uh, just, I mean oh, I don't the, know. It's so sad because he just it felt like quite a good um signing when we signed him. It just and he was just, he was fine. I mean, they've got he was he's got fine go. like, last season. To, they, no, he wasn't. No, really. If, if I'm totally, I didn't think he was. He was okay. And then yeah, he had an well, I mean, fine, okay, like, okay, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he was he was adequate. Yeah, like he just, he served he served a purpose within the offense. You know, he ran the deep routes. He took the hmm. top of the of uh, the defense. He forced them to respect more of the field than than they would like to um and then that opened things up underneath the problem we have this season is that none of the deep shots so so another step which nate was talking about um passes that have traveled 35 air yards we are zero for nine um this season so teams aren't bothered whether we're going to throw it deep because they know Uh we haven't got any of them can I ask you a question, right? Why yes. did they sign Nicole Hardman? Because they haven't because run they felt a jet, they had to do something. They haven't run a jet sweep, which I do think they're saving for the playoffs, and they haven't used the money in the deep. Why I said to you a few weeks ago and it got a laugh or whatever, but I'm I am genuinely seriously. Like MVS doesn't you're telling me 
you can't tell Nicole Hardman, well, A, you're telling me he doesn't know the offense, but B, you're telling me he can't line up and run the, yeah, run a post that cuts at the 15-yard line, run a post that cuts at the 25-yard line, line up here, run in a straight line. He's going to do the same thing MVS does, just quicker. I know he's had his own problems dropping the ball, like tracking the ball and stuff. At this point, I'm willing to try it because he's going to do the same thing, but just do it quicker. I don't, I... But I think the thing with McCall Hardman is that he's quicker over short distances, whereas MVS is quicker over long distances. So I think we use the term slow fast, he's fast the fast. other week. Um, yeah, Hardman, I think, is fast slow. Like his first 10, 15 yards of the route is quick which is why he works well on the jet sweeps and the crosses mm. because he can get acceleration and he can get separation like at that point, but then he, he can get caught up then. Whereas I think MVS mm. is slow to start with and then gets quicker. If that makes sense. It does. But at this point I'm willing to just try. I'm willing. To I, I'd no, yeah, I've, I've, I get I've no yeah. No I, I totally understand. I just, I, I, I just want to see something different because to be honest, my opinion of MVS after that game is that he's unplayable. That 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 performance that he put on display is an unplayable performance. He got open twice for touchdowns. He dropped the one and he fell over his feet with nobody around him. It's you're laughing, but it genuinely was comical. <laughs> But like he he was on thirty seven snaps, he was targeted three oh times and he had zero receptions, and you're paying him How eleven million dollars. How many yards does he even year. have this year? But it's like two hundred and fifty. It's uh, you you are about two hundred and forty nine. Tomo, you are one out. He has fourteen receptions on twenty seven targets, so he has a fifty fifty reception rate, basically. Yeah, that's bizarre. It doesn't feel right, does it? I don't, I don't know. Right, there's, there's two conversations to be had, really. The first conversation is is because uh, we, we were kind of having the same one and we were kind of getting crossed wires, like, during the game. Um, the first conversation is, what's the solution for this year? What's the solution for a Super Bowl-caliber team still? Um, how, how do they adjust? How, how do they navigate this? And then which I think they did address a little bit in that game. I think you could see adjustments and I think, I think you are going to have to run the ball more and he's proven in the past that he can do it. He doesn't want to, but he can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to have to play off that. And then the other conversation is that going forward into next year and into the next five years, really wouldn't surprise me if Kelsey retires this year. I've said it hundreds of times. Mm, he's, same. He's doing shit that I don't even like I don't necessarily like he's going on the pre-game show like he, he's setting himself up for his career after football and, and, and I'm like he's he's earned the right to do that he's hosted shows on on like national television he's dating a pop star like he's got he's like I, said, like, like I always say like he's he's won two Super Bowls what else is there apart from trying to win three and if your body's hurting like um, so one one i'm just looking at over the cap now mvs 
if they cut him pre-June 1st, there's 2 million dead money and 12 million in cap savings. Do that every single, if they don't do that this off-season, they're absolutely bonkers. Uh, I do that in a heartbeat as well. Um, oh, jeez, if they don't do that, it's ridiculous. I'm just looking at other wide receivers. Kadarius Tony. He's only due it. to make he's only due to make two and a half million. Low risk, keep him. Sky Moore one point seven. McCall <laughs> Hardman nothing. Yeah, I mean McCall to be totally honest with what McCall's done, I think you're cutting him again as well. You're not really giving him a contract. Unless unless he has been there, done that, realised he's not gonna get what he thinks he might get, and he takes like vet minimum, cool. Yeah, but he's not solving a problem. The the Chiefs have got to cut MVS in the offseason because as much as I hate it, Skymore's sticking around for his full rookie contract. Rashi Rice is still on his rookie rookie contract. Kadarius Tony's on no money at all. You have to hope Kelsey stays for one more year, and then you've got to cut MVS and you've got to use Find that someone. money. You've got to use that money towards a competent. And this is what Juju was, right? Juju wasn't going to change the world. But he was so competent. It's it's incredible. Like, he was never going to be a trailblazing wide receiver that leads the league in yards and touchdowns. But what he was going to do was convert a third down for you. And that is what the Chiefs need. Like You wouldn't believe right now. Mm, and agree. maybe going forward as well. You know, um, If Kelsey goes, you're in a world of hurt because... Because all of a sudden you haven't even got a superstar on offense outside of Mahomes, and well, the only thing is, if Kelsey on. leaves, you've got another ten million cap space to play with. So now you've got twenty-two million and between just, Kelsey yeah. and MVS, and then you're going to get a pedigree wide receiver from somewhere. Um, I don't know where you're going to. I just don't know where you're going to find one. But yeah. You, you've got to hope that one of these teams release one of these. Well, you look at the, you look at the Bengals yeah. and go right. Which which of their receivers are they not going yeah. to pay? And you go and pay them. I, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, I, mean it, it, I, it, I don't love the plan. It's a story for another. And this and this is why I'm wrong because that year that we had the two first round picks, I'd have gone and got. I'd have I'd have gone and got you wide receiver, but then we wouldn't have Trent McDuffie, who's just just literally he's an incredible ridiculous. human being. He's ridiculous. I, I just incredible to watch. He's so much fun to watch. Like ah, oh, just mad that defense. I will say, is I will so, say so good. One thing on the defense is, where's Felix? I was going to say this, so like you, like, and this is this is my problem, right? With with the Chiefs, they, it it'd be awful, right? Because I love the draft so much, and it'd be so garbo. But this this thing about the draft and you like your first round pick, it's so exciting on the draft night, and we're in like week eleven, and we haven't seen our first round pick, and yeah, but he's well, he's. Played. I'm going to try and pull up how many snaps he's played. He might, he might uh, be so you, good next talk. year, right? He might be so good next year. But this goes to my kind of theory about this year as well. If you said to me right now, you can pay a first round pick this off season for a above average, very good wide receiver. I'm, I'm fully of the opinion the Chiefs should do it. The Chiefs need a, 
a proven commodity because they haven't proven that they can draft wide receiver talent. Rashi Rice looks good, but he's only played inside of his own five yards of scrimmage so far. They need okay. they need someone that that's a bona fide wide receiver. And if you give a first round pick for one, it's worth it at this point because our first round picks are literally worth nothing with what we do with them at the moment. Like, okay, here's here's the quiz question then. What percentage of snaps on defense has Felix played this season? I'm gonna go seven. You would be way off. He has played on 21% of snaps. But that's almost worse, Neil, because that means he's doing absolutely nothing. I know that. that yeah, that's exactly my point. Um, that That's remarkable. Dickerson's played 20% of the snaps. Yeah, I, I've heard yeah, but I've heard Dickerson's name a few times. I haven't heard Felix. No, I, um, that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I, I honestly I hate, couldn't tell you be... when Felix has been on the field. I would tell you, I was absolutely hated the pick. Like, beyond belief, hated it because it just felt like they picked him because he was a local person in their local draft. I literally hated the pick. Um, but I, I don't know what other... No, yeah, well, of... this is it. But this is what I'm saying, Neil, when it comes to this season. If you end up with the 30th or 31st, 32nd pick in this draft, which is what we hope, mm. just fucking trade it away and get someone that you know the problem is you're yeah. going to have to pay them as well i understand this and and that's a problem but the times that the chiefs have picked 31st or 32nd they've picked like clyde edward Hilaire and and felix and they're not doing a fat lot they traded up for carl Aftis. they traded up for do you, do you know what i'd almost do right i'd go to the rams and say, we'll give you the first round pick for Puka Nakua. And the Rams, who used to fifth on him to get him, but he's been mm. really good. And he would yeah. be a relatively proven commodity that you've seen. He and can be a very capable NFL receiver. He is on a rookie contract for three years and the Rams get your first round pick and they say, thank you very much. I, I would almost look for someone like that. Do you say what um, I'd do, right? I'd go to the Steelers and I'd go, what do you want for that pickings, dude? And see what they want. Uh, it might be out of a price range. I wouldn't pay much more than a third. But you you want to be funny. My dog's eating a bone, by the way, as well. She's found something to do, if you can hear that weird noise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's literally been walking around this whole podcast trying to find something to do. Um, um, you almost want, I agree. I'm going to show Tomo... I have a <laughs> yeah, dead dog next dog to me here smarter. who's just getting his his neck scratched and he is yeah. comatose. His eyes are completely rolled here. It's been a very dog-friendly podcast, this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, you would go to the Steelers and say, what do you want for pickings? Yeah, but I, do you know what I'd do? I'd literally get to this off-season. I, I, the draft's a draft. I'd probably be looking at paying someone in free agency. But I, you can go for all the trade potential. Like, this dude's gonna want to trade him, but probably not. So you are. Well, you then are you have looking... to overpay for him, don't you? Yeah, so, no, I'm right, not a big fan. We'll of give you a first for him. The the best thing you could. The, the, this is the problem, right? Because we can't draft wide receiver talent. So yeah. you've either got to pay over the odds in free agency, which they didn't want to do 
before has things changed and now you're willing to do that maybe Mm, maybe but the other thing you can do is then try and trade for somebody and then they're on a contract and then maybe they want paying anyway so at some point you got to pay them like if you can't draft them you got to pay them yeah but but i mean if you if you pick them up like after year two let's say for example if you trade for somebody in that ballpark then at least you've got a a proven window of what you would hope would be production so you can see what they're capable of at an nfl level and you've still got two years worth of rookie contract and then if they perform for you in the same way that they've performed in the first two years then you go okay right we'll pay them yeah because also in that time scale Travis Travis is going to be gone in two years' time. Like I I don't have any doubts about that. Like he he may carry on next season, but I don't see him doing another season after that. I think that's very unlikely. I really so do then think he's, he's then like, that's that becomes your wide receiver one at that stage. He's hit that cliff this year, I think, and I don't even think it's necessarily his standard of play. Like I know he slagged his own standard of playoff or whatever. I think it's just that there's so little around him. That but teams has, can afford to put two or three guys yeah, in every play, and and he, he still it's really really yeah. difficult to get open. Like he it just still, is. He can still destroy teams, right? But the problem is he can't destroy them with a burst of speed or or this or that. It's it's literally being cleverer than everybody else is how he beats people. And if you put two people on him left and right, then there's not a fact like he can do. And that's literally nothing against the greatest tight end ever. I love the dude. But at some point, he's just going to go, I can't, this is, this just isn't it's very not productive. fun. It's, yeah, it's not he's a good getting, use of my time. He's getting beaten up. He's got so much other shit he could be doing that's better than this. Like, and that's Like that's going to take the Swift concerts. Yeah, but what worries, what worries me just endlessly is you look at the future of the office. You go, oh, man, they need to put some serious, it needs an injection because... Well, you're picking a wide receiver in the first two rounds every year until you hit on one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's you that you kinda you kinda have to. Yeah. You've just gotta just to. you've just gotta get lucky. Like, well, I, in that case, okay, then you, you throw numbers great. at it. You throw yeah. numbers at it and go, yeah. right, we'll we'll draft two wide receivers every year for the next five years in the hope that someone turns out to be good yeah but draft traits though they need to start drafting traits at wide receiver because they drafted sky Moore, who's who's just below average at everything like he you know well you draft you draft a burner and a possession receiver each time round, and you just hope one of them works yeah you hope one of them hits yeah it's just wild because like all these good teams have got that guy and we've got that guy at the moment it's kelsey we used to have two guys, but now, you know, is what it is. They've, they've done the right thing in hindsight, but yeah. you have got to get over the not paying Tyreek Hill thing at some point. You will have to pay a wide receiver at some point. Like that, that has to happen because this can't go on. This, honestly, they've wasted, like, they're ruining Pat. This, like, he played really well. <laughs> they fucking ruined him. Like, in the most clutch moment of the game on that 
he threw two incredible balls. Yeah. The one to Watson that he dropped on that the fourth down is just rope. an unbelievable pass. The one to MVS is just an unbelievable pass. Oh, just help the dude he, out. He couldn't long. do any more on either of those two plays. No. He put the ball exactly where it needed to be. He can't do any more than he's doing. The, we talk about the easy button. We talk about how we a guy has... you know, Like Devontae Smith earlier, that play was successful because of Devontae Smith, not because of Jalen Hurts. Like any NFL quarterback almost can throw what the the pass that he made the 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 in route to Devontae Smith it wasn't a hard pass he's just wide open Pat never has that never it never happens and and he is inevitably struggling because of it it's it's so infuriating at least this week we have the Raiders and, and I was just about transitioning to the Raiders thank you for doing that for me Hopefully I, I they can fix it, but I I actually, really... I'm worried about this game because they're they're feisty. I, think I don't know if the Chiefs. Are, I don't know if the Chiefs are up for a feisty game right now. Like I, f- I feel like if I was the Chiefs, right, I'd say, "I'll oh, just piss off." You're not very. Just fuck off. Like we're, we're going the Raiders... through some shit. Just piss off, all right, Raiders. The Raiders not, defense. Don't deal with you right now. The Raiders like... defense is Max Crosby. Yeah. That, it that's, is. That's it. Do you see any like, world they've got in which this nobody isn't else. just a pain in the ass game? Well, no, because division games are always a pain in the ass game, yeah. and like, I, I think the thing with this with the Raiders game is, I don't see where the Raiders points are coming from, because mm. our defense has looked really, really good, and yeah, I we I forgot they don't have a quarterback, do they? No, they, they've got Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. Like, they may as well have me Can't back there. To... Yeah. Um. They've got Devontae Adams, great, but the Chiefs have done a really good sh- job of yeah. shutting down teams' number one receivers. And then if they haven't got Devontae Adams, what have they got? Nothing. So, like, I I don't see where the Raiders are getting twenty one points to win this game from. No, I, that, I'm that's with, kind of where yeah, I'm with, that, yeah. that's why I'm not particularly worried. My my only issue is going to be where are we getting twenty one points from? But again, the the Raiders' defense is Max Crosby, so I don't particularly. Yeah. I, I think we'll be able to move the ball enough to put up enough points. Yeah. This, you don't learn anything from this game, right? No. Yeah, there, there's no there's no winning this game. No. There's no oh it's fixed. There's no oh. Yeah. Ah, everything's okay. If again. you play well, it's because you're playing the Raiders. Yep. It's it's and a no not win because situ- you've played well. Yeah, it's it's a no yeah. win situation, and that's unfortunate. And like you said, it's it, it's such a shame because I didn't mind losing to the to the Eagles. Like if MVS mind had, losing to the Raiders. Do you know what? Right. If MVS had caught them two passes and Watson caught that pass and we lost, you'd go. Do you know what? Fair enough. Fine. Like yeah. we gave it our best shot and we lost. What hurts is that it felt like it really doesn't feel like the Eagles won the game. It feels like the Chiefs lost it. I, I, I agree genuinely, completely. I genuinely, there's been some Eagles fans and like Slay was giving it loads after the game and I've seen some Eagles fans go, oh, that's revenge for whatever. It, it, cool. I wouldn't feel good about that win as an Eagles fan because you have to look at that and just go, they were shit. 
Like, we weren't actually that good. I'd, I'd, I'd have concerns if I was a You had 20, like, gen- 20 yards passing in the first half. 20. Mm. The like, best player, the best player was Jason Kelton. Yeah. What, like, by some way. Um, so, I mean, that's that's got to be a concern for you, but uh, it, uh, we can talk about the Eagles. It, it doesn't really matter, but it's just we spent the fifty-five minutes, fifty-six minutes talking about the bloody Eagles. Yeah, the like, Chiefs. Well. The Chiefs beat themselves. The Chiefs beat themselves, and yeah, they've got to they've got to get out their own way because this defense will carry them a yes. long way. Just just don't uh, don't screw it up, offense, yeah. and the defense will do the rest. Yeah. It's 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 really really strange situation to be in as a, uh, as a Chiefs fan where you just like the offense is weird but the, if, the you, if you took really good. if you took the Kelsey fumble and the Mahomes interception and you just kicked field goals on those two play you've won the game by two points yeah like, I'm, just I'm, don't, I'm, don't do dumb shit in the red zone and you'll yeah. be fine it's 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 so funny right because I remember obviously going back but. I mean, you you can roll it back further to, to like some horrendous teams, right? But I'll never <laughs> yes. forget. I'll never forget just just genuinely when the offense was so good and the defense with with Bob Sutton and that. And I'll never, I'll never genuinely. I used to just go to the loo or go make a drink or go make some food when the defense were on the field because it, nothing was going to happen. Mm. Like it was it. It was just not good viewing. It's like I'm better off going and doing something for a couple of minutes because then whoever it is we're playing just probably just run run or walk down the field on us. Now, like the the defense is like box office viewing. Yeah, absolutely. it's like it's like whoa whoa whoa. I'm out of drink, but we're gonna have to wait for like a timeout. Or like because the offense, you're still hoping, aren't you? You still got Patrick Mahomes. He's still hoping something can happen, but the defense are like right. This is our time to shine. <laughs> You're way for it. Well, I'll tell you, the the length of plays of the Eagles drives three nine four four three 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 seven yeah. three seven five three. <laughs> like there yeah. are a lot of three play drives there. Um, you know you. You're not waiting long to go and get your drink when the defense are on the field because they're no. stopping teams quickly. Yeah. It's good. Like, do you know what? It's it, it's one of those where it just it, it just didn't fall our way. Like I enjoyed wanna... it. Though. It was a good game. I, well, I, I, actually, I genuinely, I, yeah. I genuinely enjoyed the game probably more than I have most games this mm. season. It's just hard at three a.m. to hold your tongue when oh. that that ball hits the toe. I'll just catch that. I, I shouted out, and our bedroom is right above the sitting room yeah. where I was watching it. It is hard. And I was like, I, w- I wonder if I woke anyone up there. I was like, oh, you've got to catch them. You've got to yeah. catch them. Well, luckily, I'm I, obviously there's no no one here because I'm away, but I was like, oh, next to the neighbours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry. Yeah, next to you see him getting the car. What's an MVS? <laughs> what is an MVS? What? Why did you tell the MVS to fuck off? What? I've never heard of this MVS. <laughs> <laughs> right, let, let's kind of wind things up now. Um, I was going to ask you for a score prediction for the Raiders game, but I already know what your score prediction is going to be. But give us it anyway. Fair you know. Yay. Fair you know. Thank you very much. Um, Yay. One day yeah. will happen. I think we win this comfortably. 
not necessarily because of the offense, but I I think the offense don't get in their own way in this one, and I think we're twenty four fourteen. No, twenty four ten actually. I don't yeah. even see the Raiders getting fourteen points this on us. Defense is gonna suffocate that dude at court. But what's his name? Yeah, um, uh, O'Con- Aiden O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah. I think. Cool. Yeah, I I just don't see where the Raiders points are coming from. Um. It is Thanksgiving weekend, as I yes, said, to Tom bef- said to Tom before the podcast started. Don't let me forget the Thanksgiving. Um, right here for you. Triple header tomorrow night to watch. And then another game on a Black Friday game between the Jets and the Dolphins. Oh, on, all look, reasonably, good, reasonably good times for us as well. It's like a five o'clock, an eight o'clock, another eight o'clock. Yeah, man. Um, I tell you what, just give me all the NFL. Put it on at any time you want. Absolutely. Apart from the yeah. cheese, the cheese games at normal times, but it's delightful to have Thursday, well, Friday football. Yeah, man. Even this week we're um, nine twenty-five, which is my oh, by far yeah, my preferred slot. That's that's not ideal for me. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, five thirty and nine thirty tomorrow for us, which are very acceptable kickoff times, all times and then. All times? There is a 1.20 a.m. which I have no intention of watching. Who's that? And then Friday, that is 49ers Seahawks. And then on Friday at 8 p.m. you've got the Dolphins and the Jets. Um, so, yeah, there, there's plenty of games yeah. on. Um, yeah. This season's been so disappointing for the NFL. It's just, it's not quite been what it's supposed to have been, is it? Like, yeah. you, look at, you look at some of these matchups that are supposed to be really, really good and you're like, ah... Uh... Just haven't quite lived up to the hype. That that Chiefs Dolphins, I don't know. I'm trying to think of any others, but I feel like that Chiefs Dolphins game in Frankfurt has been the one true like blockbuster game that they've had. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any any others really. Maybe Bills Bengals, Bills. but then the way both teams' seasons gone didn't really kind of yeah, it didn't fight you, up you up, it, did it? To, yeah, just that's that's the right phrase. Like, there's not been a lot of games that you like fired up to watch. Like, I love yeah. the NFL. I think everyone does, but like, there's not. You're right. There's a lot of there's not been games, one. Like, so. I remember last year the Demar Hamlin game, right? Yeah. Um, I stayed I, up to watch that. Yeah, so I was debating it. I was off the throw. I was off the Friday. I'd worked the Thursday early. I was off the Friday. I think it was a Thursday night. I was off the Friday. Yeah, it was. Or it was it a was, Monday yeah. night, and I was off the Tuesday. Was, well, you no, know, it must have been a Thursday night. And I literally turned my phone off. I was like, right, I'm not going to stay up for it because I don't need that lack of sleep in my life to kill this weekend off. <laughs> but I was like, turn my phone off. I drove Sam to work. I obviously we got up, had breakfast, I done all the stuff. Drove Sam to work for like half nine come back walk the dog so it was about 11 o'clock or so and i sat down made myself a coffee turned on game pass and it wasn't there i was so excited for that game and obviously it wasn't there and i couldn't work out why it wasn't there and i i I waited until like 8 p.m on that night because i was like still wasn't there it has to like they just haven't put it up like what is happening this game like why is it not on game and i was like Sam, can you just Google the game and find out if it got played? Just see if there's a score there. And she says it's been cancelled. And I was like, what? And then obviously all the stuff came out. But that's that was we haven't had a game like that that's been like no. but like been that fired up to watch that I would turn notifications off to not know the score. I, I would add to that we haven't had a game 
where I felt like staying up until 3 a.m. and the Chiefs weren't even playing in it. Yeah. Like that that's how much I was looking forward to that game. And I stayed with it even when the Hamlin stuff happened because I was thinking, well, you know, because uh, they were talking at the time. You, you didn't know, know how we'll, serious we'll, it we'll, was. We'll anything, restart course, it in 15 yeah. minutes yeah, kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. thing. And you were yeah. thinking, well, I I don't think that's going to happen, but like I'll stick yeah. with it. And it, I think it was about 3, 3.30 when I went to bed. And by that stage, yeah, it had been cancelled. But like I was genuinely excited to watch that game. But this is a reflection, right, is that this season, like last season's Chiefs team, are absolutely running away with the AFC. Yeah. And and that's the kind of frustration frustrating point we're at is you can see a road to genuinely see a road to a Super Bowl that's easier than they've had for the last like three, four years. And um just catch the passes, lads. Catch the passes and we we we're that's there. Well, we're right there. We are yeah, there. It's, Everything's it's, there. Everything's there for them to do it. It's set up for them. It genuinely yeah. is set up for them. With just a little bit of improvement on offense. And people have listened to us, well, mainly me, moan for the last hour. <laughs> I can moan but, as well. But genuinely, it's coming from a, a place of love. Like, <laughs> this, you this, want them to be this better. Isn't about the regular season, this isn't about that Eagles game. This is about third and seven in the AFC Championship game against the Ravens. Who's getting open when Travis Kelsey's double cover? Who's catching the pass? Who, who is it? Because Pat can't catch them himself. So it, it, it's not about now. It's about down the line. And I, I completely we'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Right. That'll do us for the night. An hour and five minutes. That's a long one. Um, Tomo, thanks for your time as always. My no, man. thank you. Much I need to get it off my chest tonight. I think. Yeah, hopefully that was a good therapy session for yeah. you. Um, folks, thanks for listening. Um, if you are in the States, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Um, eat too much. Watch plenty of football. Um, I am so jealous of, of American Thanksgiving, by the way. I feel like this is a practice for Christmas, Christmas. for them. So I think this is much bigger than Christmas for them, I think. Like, is it? Genuinely, I, 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 I genuinely think it is. If anyone wants to give us some feedback on this, I'm more than willing to be corrected mm-hmm. here. But I think this is bigger than Christmas. Really? I, I don't want to offend any Americans, but just as a British guy, I could fully get behind Thanksgiving becoming American, uh, an Americanized British thing that we take on. Like mm-hmm. you're telling me we can have like a shit ton of I, I'm going to uh, this is where I've got to be really careful because I, I, I know they've got meanings behind the holiday. And that. <laughs> I am all up for eating a shitload of food on a Thursday. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you yep. want to have a you want to have a holiday in the middle of the week and eat a shitload of food and turkey and big Sunday roast sign, yeah sign me up for that right hand so, me a pen now yeah, yeah. Hand me a pen now yeah I, I agree completely like I, I I'm a big roast dinner fan and yeah. a, a massive kind of leave the mac and cheese out I'm not a mac and cheese lover I'm not a pasta lover at all but uh, yeah give me give me pretty much anything else apart from the mac and cheese and I, I'll be all over that no problem yes, um also, yeah. Loki just I know we're trying to wrap up a bit. How, <laughs> how you know you know the you know the Thanksgiving guys, how do they get their turkeys to look that colour? Um look at you oil, oil the skin like that that would Jeez, kind of they do look, a good job. Look, you know, after the game they eat them big Yeah, big turkey legs, yeah, yeah. They look 
bang I want to get my hold, myself a hold of one of them man you hey. get your A game on for your sun, you need to practice Sunday roasts like just do chicken and then turkey's just like a bigger version of that so yeah it, it, it yeah. works like essentials of cooking been able to do a roast chicken yeah. Sunday roast everyone should be able to do a Sunday roast right I, I am going to wind this up now because yeah. we are rambling um right people we play 9:25 hour time on Sunday um it is not on sky so if you have Dazone then you'll That's be happy all. that this is one of the games that is not blacked out I will have to yes. find a dodgy stream for it which shouldn't be too difficult I have places I can find them um uh, yes Thomas give me a look there yes <laughs> yeah if anyone needs any just give me a shout like, I'll turn you in the right <laughs> direction <laughs> um, right thank you for listening people uh, if you've got any feedback for us uh, any good Thanksgiving recipes we'll take those as well uh, but for now we'll say from one game to another goodbye for now <laughs>